I'm going to be myself. I'm not going to try and do what's popular just to make everyone else happy. Yeah. Hi, this is Graham Beauty and welcome to Beauty's Voice. Uh, today we have Kerry, who's a singer-songwriter, and uh, we're going to have a little chat <laughs> and see what you So first of all, uh, for people that don't know you, uh, tell us what, who you are and what, what you're doing. Who am I? Um, my name's Kerry Fuller. I live over in Goudhurst, it's a little tiny village um, in West Kent, I don't know, over there somewhere, <laughs> and, um, if I've got that right. I'm a singer-songwriter now, which is a new thing for me to say, Okay. Um, always something I wanted to do, but never kind of had the confidence to say that is what I do, and now I'm a mum, I don't actually work, I've got no other option but to say that. To say that, yeah. yeah I am, that's now what I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what got you started in singing-songwriting? Where did, where did this lie? Where did this passion of yours lie? Um, well, I should probably thank one of my primary school teachers, actually, because I, I don't remember her name, actually. I, don't know, I must have been no, 10, 11, and um, yeah. my mum was kind of called in ominously <laughs> um, called in by this teacher, my teacher. She said, yeah, you need to get Kerry into singing lessons when she goes to secondary school. She's really good. I think we'd done like a, a Christmas play or something. Oh, okay. There's like an old video VHS. God. Um, <laughs> you still got it? I think my mum might have it somewhere <laughs> of me. I know. Oh, I have to get to dig it out. I don't have a VHS player anymore, though. Oh, okay. Does anyone? I have to, My I parents, to I think, off. somewhere in the loft. Yeah, but. I have to dig that out. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's, we did, must have done this um, um, concert or something. I think it was a Christmas concert, and there's a video of me singing. I um, can't remember what it was. All I remember from watching that video is that I nearly fell off the stage going off, yeah. um, which I thought was quite entertaining afterwards. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so she said to me, to my mum, you, know, you need to get her singing lessons. Yeah. So don't when worry, I went, don't worry to, about the broken leg. You know, she's, she's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't worry about but get that. Her singing. <laughs> but get her singing. Um, it wasn't until I was thirteen and I went to Cranbrook School that I had the opportunity to do that. Um, and yeah, I had classical singing lessons there uh, up until I was eighteen. Did music A level, and okay. I started kind of writing when I was thirteen as well, and recording on a a little PC mic. <laughs> right, uh, yeah. on, a com- on a massive computer, computer remember how yeah, big yeah, they yeah. were um, and just using samples and coming up with little songs basically okay. and that's kind of how it started um, I've still probably got recordings of them somewhere that will never see the light Today. of day yeah, uh, they might get rehashed out. somewhere but um, but before no before and after yeah, sort of like I'm not sure about later, that um, <laughs> but yeah so that's kind of how I got into it. That's oh, okay. how I got into music. Yeah. And what were you sort of singing back then, or what were you, or your uh, interest in singing, or were you kind of led down a certain path? I I was I did the classical singing in the in my lessons and kind of musical theatre that sort of thing, um, but never really did a lot of musical theatre because I'm not the best actor right. at all. It's I find it highly embarrassing, <laughs> um, which doesn't necessarily bode well yeah, <laughs> for being yeah. on stage. Um, but yeah, I just, I just can't do it. Um, so I did quite a lot of that. But the, I don't know if it's kind of changed much, really. Mm. I've always kind of written. I've never written and gone, 
I want to sound like X, Y, Z. I want to sound like Pink or I want to sound like Keith Urban. I wanted to write a song like that. I've never written anything like that. Even when I was young, it's just kind of come out. And I suppose it was kind of quite poppy when I was a teenager, mainly because of the samples that I was using. Yeah. Because I couldn't write anything, didn't play any instruments. Um, So it was quite generic, I suppose. But again, it was never, I want to sound like... Such and such. Yeah. Yeah, you were kind of just dabbing in whatever you felt like. Yeah, what came out, came out, basically. Um, And nothing's really changed on that front either. Um, Although I can now just about play a little bit of guitar badly. (laughs) Um, Which gives me a little bit more freedom in terms of what I'm writing to and constructing it. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, it's not, you know, if people say, oh, who do you sound like? Or anything like that. I'm just like, mm. me? I don't know. I've yeah. never, I'm still not going, I want to create that sound. There's so much, so many different sounds that I like, but I've never gone, I want to be that person. Yeah. Because I can't be. You yeah. Know, just, and just me. So it comes out in its its own way with a bit of, with a lot of different sounds to it. It's not kind of one yeah. genre, if you know what I mean. It's quite broad. If you had to describe it, what would you say your sort of music is now? Um, what you're because you're you're at the moment you're building a band as mm, such and you're rehearsing a lot and you've got I, yeah. You said before you've got a lot of new people coming in. Yeah, so it's the easiest way I suppose to class it is Americana uh, because it's it's got. It's not pure country, um, it's not pure folk, it's not pure roots. It's it's kind of a bit of a bit of all of those things, which is what Americana is. It's so broad. Yeah. It's um it can be anything from kind of quite rocky to really folky and everything in between. And that is kind of what I do. Um it can have some some country stuff in it we're bringing a violin in hopefully um mm. for for the new stuff which is cool um one of the tracks has got a flute in it which makes it quite Different. folky and, yeah. and kind of softer and but then you've got others that remind me of the who you know? okay. so it's got a bit of a rocky element in it as well who are you you know there's your question yeah, yeah. <laughs> um who. even though it's in a different key you play yeah. the start bit and i'm just like it just reminds me of that song yeah, you know, okay. um, so yeah, it's Americana is probably the best way. UK Americana. UK Americana. UK Americana. Start a new trend. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I there think that's, that's what we're going to have to do. So it sounds like you're going to have quite a big sound to it. Um, that's the plan say? at the moment, yeah. yeah. We've just started rehearsing properly. We've got drums, bass, lead guitar, me as kind of the core uh, we're hoping to bring in a rhythm guitar in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. And then this violin player as well, um, which will be make a, a nice sound, you know, fuller sound. And then for the new tracks that I've written that still need recording, mm-hmm. they're also hopefully going to have a bit more um, violin. You know, we use quite a bit of mandolin. Um, okay. My bass player plays mandolin, so we might have to swap her in and out as well. So kind um, of experimenting with sounds yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, I like I I love the kind of string bass sound, like the guitars, the mandolins, yeah. the violins. You know, 
I like keys, but I don't think it works. And when I think of keys, I think of piano, not right. keyboard. You know, okay. I, th- I imagine this big grand piano, you know, yeah. and that's the sort of keys, like Alicia Keys. Yeah. You know, that sort of piano is what I like the like sound, of. The sound yeah. of. And the thought of kind of keyboards just makes me think of synth. Right. And I'm really trying to stay away from that and keep it real instruments and... It's a very organic sort of yeah. sounding. Yeah, very much so. Keeping That's, to the sort of country roots a little bit, would you say? Yeah, I think just having the... Being guitar-based and, and string-based gives it that feel as well, kind of the acoustic feel even though there'll be some electric guitar in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's the plan. Okay. So where if have you released anything yet that people can yeah, so listen I'm, to? Yeah, I'm on Spotify, I'm on SoundCloud, I'm on Bandcamp, I'm on iTunes, I'm on anything you could possibly imagine. You can find me on Amazon and anywhere, basically. Okay. Um, just spell my name right or it won't come up. It's okay. With an I-E, not a Y. We'll put yeah. some links. Yeah, I think. Some links, right, yeah. <laughs> links and links in the um, Exactly. Um, but yeah, and there's, I think, there's three EPs out at okay. the moment, uh, been over the last year or two. Uh, last one came out on the 6th of September. Okay, so very recent. Yeah, it's yeah. recently. It's called Cliché. Um and some of those tracks are, well, a lot of my tracks are really quite personal and actually written about my life quite right. recently. Um, so they, they, they're quite important to me and they were quite difficult in a way to go, right, I'm going to put it out there because actually listening to it, especially okay. if you know me, you might go, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh I see, oh, I see. Yeah. you know and um, that's quite scary for yeah. for for a songwriter for anyone really yeah. to let the world in on that which although most most songwriters tend to do that it's it's quite hard to get that person so you're, you're writing from what you know which makes it a lot more authentic yeah, yeah. Is, is, is the sound because it's more personal and more of yourself would you say the sound is different then to what it is going to be and what you're no, doing now? No, the it? new stuff is kind of... It, it's all... I can't seem to write anything that I haven't had some sort of experience of somewhere along the line. Yeah, probably, the story yeah. might not be directly about me. Yeah. You know, it might be like make up some characters or something, but it's a feeling or an emotion or it's something that's happened to me at some point that I can relate to. Which I think, I mean, everybody goes through most things at some point in their life. So it has to be relatable for anyone to kind of sing it authentically, you know, and actually put Mm. some feeling into it personally. Yeah, because you're you're bringing up stories that you you felt and feelings. Just because it might have been when I was a teenager, you know, or when I was 21, not counting how long ago that was, Um, it doesn't mean it's any less real. If you know what I mean, but then yeah. the stuff I think three of three of the new ones okay. are kind of four years ago or five years ago, something okay. like that. Yeah. So with the the bigger band coming out, is that going to be just a more fuller sound for portraying these same stories? Um, or, yeah. So know? I think we're going to make a bigger sound on the recordings um, and get get the sound a bit more. I don't know what the word is. Oh, it's just bigger. It's just, just bigger. we're just going to go with bigger. Bigger. Yeah. bigger is the only thing I can think of right now. 
Um, yeah. And maybe change up the production on it somehow. I'm not sure on that yet. Um, but that's that's the plan with that. Okay. And then obviously get gigging around the local area and hopefully get into some yeah. festivals as soon as we can. So what have you found is the hardest thing in terms of what have you failed at and what's your fear? You just mentioned obviously obviously you've got to write about what you know and then when you release that out into the world the people that you kind of know can kind of but, relate yeah. to those stories but what is the biggest fear or failure that you've had so far in your journey as a singer-songwriter? I don't think there's any overly massive failures that I can think of it's just not I've kind of been chipping away behind the scenes in mm-hmm. terms of writing and I've started recording, but I've never, it's taken years to get to the point where I'm in a position that I can actually potentially start gigging. Right. You know, I've, I've got all this background of writing, although most of it won't ever go out into the, the world. Um, and I've got these core songs now, you know, 14 or so songs, I can't remember, that are now out on Spotify and everywhere. And I suppose a failure is not doing it earlier okay. in a way. But again, that wasn't... And that, that was actually probably through lack of trying in a way. Okay. You know, and a fear of people not liking what I do because I'm not like your conventional... Singer, songwriter. Yeah, I'm not... Pure country. Everything I do doesn't seem to fit into a set area. Exactly. And a lot of people go, "What do you do?" And I'm like, "What do you? Who do you sound like?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's it's a mixture." (laughs) Me, you know, I can't. I can't say, "Oh, I'm picking." I can't say I sound like Christina Aguilera because I don't. Uh, I can't sing like her. Um, But you know, I can't go right. Well, I sound like that. And the kind of the closest I can go for, it's probably a bit of a mixture of like Mumford and Sons and right, the Lumineers. Okay. Yeah. It's, it goes across from rocky end of country and Americana all the way down to some really quite quiet, folky songs. Yeah. Um, and it's just, I think I've probably digressed. That's all right. <laughs> I'm probably repeating myself. Um, but yeah, I never really knew how to go forward I was never in a position to rehearse I didn't know how to find musicians and how to talk to musicians you know and how to be confident enough to go this is what I want okay um and I was extremely shy teenager um extremely shy growing up massive stage fright singing in stage was um yeah, horrendously frightening. I would just stand there and then barely sing because yeah. I was just too too scared. So that's again so not a failure, but certainly something that's held me back. Yeah. If you were to go back and tell your younger self, um, what would you you tell them that that stopped you from moving forwards that you could tell yourself now? Grow some balls. <laughs> you are good enough. Definitely, right. because I just never thought I never. I still, even still now, I worry about whether the people that I know are going to like what I do. And if they don't think I'm good enough, is that going to affect relationships? Which is completely insane. Yeah. You know, and I, and I'm not, am I going to be horrendously embarrassed 
in front of people that I know. Yeah. So it's still there in the back of my mind. I suppose it never really goes away, but you kind no. of still want to do it. Is it, it'd be interesting, is it necessarily because of what you're writing or because of your actual skill as a singer? Because if you were singing someone else's song, would you still have this fear or is um, it because it's less your own so. work? Less so. Yeah. Um, if I'm singing, I love a karaoke, you know, if I'm singing yeah. in karaoke, <laughs> it doesn't really bother me. And with covers, people know the song. So they don't, they know what it's supposed to sound like. And it, for, for some reason, people don't mind if you're not as good as the original. Yeah. You know, they don't, they don't care that you're not as good as, I don't know, Pink Floyd or Prince or whoever, or Bruno Mars or whoever you're doing. Yeah, yeah. They don't care because they know you're not them. But yeah. when you come out, like you said, with original stuff, it has to be good. Yeah. Because that is you, and you're trying to stand up with all these singers that are amazing, and everyone's different, obviously. But it is very personal, especially if you're writing really personal songs. Yeah. Um, Do you think that's what holds a, a lot of people back? Yeah, I think so. I think a lot of people will probably sit in their bedroom writing songs, and the thought of exposing themselves, not literally... Yeah. Um, but yeah, in that way, exposing their their heads basically and what goes on in their life to the general public is petrified. Okay. It is. Yeah. So if, if if someone else was getting into singing songwriting, which is a very personal thing, and you obviously can only write from what you know, you know, how would you how would you say how would you get over that level of not worrying necessarily too much about what other people think because it is in a sense true it's real it's not making this stuff up mm-hmm. um and having that i don't euphoria of releasing something so that other people are aware uh, i had to force myself to do it it's one of those things that you have to Im- Personally, I think you have to find, you have to get the reaction, whatever that reaction is, in order to move past it. Because until you know that someone's going to go, wow, that's really good, you're yeah. never going to think you are. If you, if you worry on that front, you're always going to worry until you get out there, sing something in public, and someone goes, wow, that was amazing. And that's, it's when you start hearing that, that mm. you start gaining the confidence. And you're still nervous. You're still yeah. massively nervous if you're that way inclined anyway. And even, yeah, I mean, I haven't done a huge amount of gigging. I've sung some of my stuff in front of people. I'm more nervous in front of people I know than people I don't know. Right, yeah. Because I'm going to see them tomorrow, and if I get it wrong, <laughs> I'm going to be massively embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But it is just a case of forcing yourself, pushing yourself out of that comfort zone which is your bedroom or your living room. Yeah. And just going to an open mic or something. I did it recently and never, I've been playing the guitar for about a year and a half and stopped about three months till I got a new one because my first one was awful. <laughs> um, and never played it in front of anyone except for my husband and my mum and my stepdad. And in front of my mum and my stepdad, I was yeah. shaking and horrendously nervous because it's something that I don't feel I'm proficient at yet. Right. Um, but I took that guitar a few weeks ago to a local pub, open mic, 
and scared the life out of myself, to be honest. Yeah. And I sat there and I'm, it's very basic, very basic strumming, but it's a new songs that I've written. And I did three new songs and the reaction was really, really good. And everyone was like, when I said to them, this is the first time I've ever played my guitar in public. Yeah. They said to me, or oh, we were a little bit worried. We thought yeah. it might not be very good. Yeah. But it was really good. Well done. And it's only then that you start, when you get total strangers really going, that was really good. That yeah. you go, you start to get a bit of confidence, self confidence, and go, oh, okay. Well, okay. and the next time it's not quite so scary. So you do just have to do it. Yeah. And it's not helpful. No, it's absolutely. <laughs> it's that barrier of yeah. getting over that. You have to do it, and the more you do it, the easier it is. I'm still not yeah. good enough to be performing properly yeah. with the band. If you never did it, would you say, you know, if you were 20 years down the line, the biggest thing is regret yeah. at the end of the day? Massively. I've always... The, the dream has always been to have music as my career, I suppose. Yeah. But life has kind of taken over and paying bills. Yeah. You know, and you know, and just the circumstances have never been right for me me to be able to pursue it. Yeah. I wasn't in the position where I could just I could just go well. Sod it, I'm going to do it. Someone will pick me up afterwards. I didn't have the confidence to do that, and I didn't want to put that burden on my parents or anyone for to carry on supporting me while I was trying to follow this dream. Yeah. You know. Um, so maybe it was a little bit of letting other people down necessarily? Yeah, just... I didn't want to I didn't want to kind of spend five or six years once I'd left school trying to do it and then at the end of it have nothing yeah. and have let maybe the people that were supporting me down. Um, whereas now I'm in a position because I'm a stay-at-home mum and of where I live I have the opportunity to actually record and rehearse at home I don't have expenses in order to do that you know I'm not having to go to rehearsal studios at the moment and things like that so I'm now is just the right time for me to be able to do it and do you regret not doing it earlier though even though you had those fears of letting other people down or going through for five years no I don't actually um partly because I was so shy. I even, I mean, up until I was like 20, 21, I was, I didn't even pick a phone up to make a phone call till I was like 16. I have to ask my mother about that. I was just like, mom, can you phone the doctors for me? Or can you, can you phone this person? She's like, no, you do it. And I just, I wouldn't even pick the phone up. Um, And then when I was kind of 20 to 25, it didn't really I wanted to do it, but I was still so shy when it came to singing in front of people. Yeah. Um, and again, I didn't do a lot of it. And I think just as I've got older, just my general confidence and faith in myself that I can sing, yeah. you know, although I'm not your conventional, I don't sound like your conventional singer on the radio, I can sing, I can hold a tune, you know, it does sound nice. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> um, I think as I've got older, it's, it's the confidence that's come from that, and I, I don't, I don't think I would have. Would you say? I that? think I would have probably failed yeah. and given up at that age, at an earlier age, just because I didn't have the confidence in myself. Now that you're older, wiser, you're a mum, 
do you feel regret for not doing it earlier or has that now spurred you on because you don't want to regret it later in life now because you missed not necessarily opportunity but or wasted time but you're now aware of your passion and that you should be following it I don't I don't regret not doing it earlier I don't think I was confident enough to have got anywhere earlier or without kind of masses and masses amount of help which wasn't available at the time Um, now that I'm I said older, not sure about the wiser. Um, older and more experienced. Yeah. Um, and being a mum, you know, I, I've got got the opportunity to do it and I don't want to get down the line, I suppose, and for my little boy to go, mum, I want to do this. Did you have, what did you want to do when you were a kid? You know, and yeah. um, me to go, oh, well, I want to be a singer. And he's like, well, why didn't you? Yeah. You know, I kind of, I suppose in the back of my mind, I want to show him that it doesn't matter if it doesn't happen straight away. It doesn't matter how old you are. You can start to do that at any point in life, basically. And I think there would be an element of regret as well if I got to old. We'll go with old. Um, Wiser. Yeah, wiser. (laughs) More experienced. Yeah, and hadn't at least tried as much as I was possibly able to, you know, I'm not in Nashville. I'm not in a big city. You know, I'm not surrounded by, um, opportunity quite so much as, as you are when you're in a city and that sort of thing, even in London. Yeah. You know, for this, I live in the middle of nowhere, literally. It's going to be harder, but I think if I hadn't at least given it a good shot, you would regret. I probably would be a bit disappointed. I'd be like, oh, I wish I'd done that. You yeah. Know? And at least now I've got stuff that I'm out on, out in the world, you know, that I can then go. I did that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, Finian, you know. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah. So do you think, in effect, in a, not a backwards way, but in a subconscious way, you're also doing it to teach him? That it's possible, whatever yeah. you've got inside of you as a passion, as a yeah. belief that you can do. Definitely. That it is possible. Yeah, it is. And the time is right when the time is right. And it isn't necessarily when you're 18 and leave school or when you leave university. Yeah. You know, just because that's what you want to do, it's not necessarily possible then, but it doesn't mean it's never going to happen. Don't give up on your dreams, basically. Yeah. You know, some people are lucky. They're in the right place at the right time. And bang, it all happens. Yeah. And they're 16 years, years old and on radio. Yeah. yeah. Happy days. You know, I wasn't 16 years old. I lived on a farm yeah. in, <laughs> in East Sussex. You know, I was not in a position to do that. And I didn't, yeah, I didn't have the parents that pushed me to go to stage school. And I don't blame them. I wouldn't want to push anyone to do it. Give them. I wasn't confident enough. We we did look at it, but it wouldn't have been right for me at all. Um, In hindsight, I'm glad we didn't do that because I'd have hated it. I think as much as I loved singing, I'd have felt really pressured and really uncomfortable because there'd be all these other kids around me that were really confident and really good at acting, and I'd just be like, "This is miserable." Yeah, you know, I just. 
do you feel that maybe because obviously you brought up your parents there that your parents may have been slightly aware of that they're not pushing you yeah. too much because yeah, my they knew mom, later on that you might do it or get into it possibly or... yeah I mean my mum my mum was very aware of how shy I was um, and she always encouraged me and she was always positive um, and if I'd said to her I really want to do this and she'd have helped me she'd have done it but I was never pushing for it mm. and she was very much well it's got to be your choice I don't want to force you into doing something that you're later either going to hate me for yeah. you know or just it's just going to make you miserable and but she has she said to me recently she's like whatever you do whatever happens in your life now don't give this up you're at that point it's going somewhere and you're confident enough to do it yeah um yeah and i really appreciate that you know, yeah she's like, just whatever you do now and i get that now yeah you know i'm at that stage of my life where i'm like no i'm doing this if i keep putting everyone else first obviously my small person Finney, and he comes yeah. first all the time graham kind of comes close second yeah <laughs> just. um just yeah <laughs> um but if i keep doing that i'm never gonna get anywhere yeah you know it's if and i then, didn't have any kids it might be different yeah i've but, always said that i'm extremely lucky that i started doing what i was doing with my photography yeah just before we had our first yeah so that I could slowly start building it up yeah. whilst he was younger. Mm-hmm. And obviously I had a lot of support from um, my Katie for that. Yeah. Um, that if I was to do it now, it'd be incredibly hard yeah. because of the pressure you're under. Yeah. And it's not that you're being necessarily selfish. It's also because going back to the point is you want to show your kids again yeah. that you can follow your passion, your dreams and live a more fuller, happier life. Yeah. Because otherwise you would get stuck in probably doing a I've job done, or something that you're not really that interested in. I've done tons of jobs in. that I've never stuck with. Nothing's kind of really grabbed me. You know, I've run pubs. I've done estate agency. I've done recruitment. I've done operations. Not literally, as in like operations for companies. Yeah, you know, that sort of thing. Um, I've done so many different things and. Like, two or three years and I'm just like this is just boring me senseless yeah you know it's just not it's just not me and I've never been the person that's gone I want to be a vet or I want yeah. to be a doctor I've, it's just my mum's the same I think I obviously take after her you know yeah. um, and she's actually now gone down the writing route in terms of writing books and novels okay. so it's a bit of a parallel there. I've just yeah. kind of got to that point a bit earlier, I think. Yeah. Um, where we've gone through life not knowing what we want to do. And she's finally got to that point where she's got the... Well, not knowing what not, not knowing what we've got to do, but thinking that we have to do a certain normal job. Normal job, you know? yeah. And she's now got to the point where she's gone, right, well, I'm in a position I can do this now. Yeah. And she is. And I've just got there a little bit earlier, maybe. Yeah. You know. Because the opportunity's been presented. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm um, yeah, thinking about it, I'm a bit of a mirror of my mum. Okay. Which Do you I reckon like. if in hindsight, maybe if she had started doing what she's doing earlier, that that may have had a more effect on you earlier on to, to Possibly. pursue what you wanted to do and your Possibly, but I mean it wasn't it wasn't something that she could have done earlier, just with the way 
our lives worked out yeah. when I was growing up and yeah, she was making ends meet and doing a great job of it. And it yeah. wasn't something she put her kids first, you know, uh, as everyone should do. Yeah, she. Do you think now, because of the technology that we've got, social media, the power of the internet, everything else, and obviously everything's growing so quickly, that it's necessarily easier to find time in your day to do something? Because obviously, back, say, 30, 40 years ago, it would be impossible for someone to record something at their house. Mm. The cost involved, the equipment, everything else like that. Whereas nowadays, the technology is a lot more compact, a lot smaller, um, that finding time in your day to do something yeah yeah i i run around like a lunatic but when finian's asleep i get that's my time or when he's at preschool you know that's my time to go and do something and yes you know we're not working with tape i don't have to travel to london to go and do anything i can do it in my garage upstairs in my garage i've got everything i need it's digital it's just bang done as yeah. long as I can set it up right, which I'm still learning on, yeah. and actually get it to record, <laughs> take five, you know. So, yeah, we're very lucky in that sense. But then I think also it's got a negative side because it takes everything so immediate. Yeah. And there's a lot of pressure to keep that social media updated, to keep people in the loop, to make sure that they know that you're doing something so they don't forget you. Yeah. And I think you didn't you didn't have that then. People spent a lot more time. People weren't so fickle. That sounds like I'm being quite mean, but <laughs> as a society it's fickle. Yeah. You know, we're all I'm guilty of it, we're all guilty of it. You know, trends change, fad changes, fashion changes. And yes, the the technology and the social media helps you to get yourself out there quicker. But I think it also means that there's a lot more option for people to forget about you because something else come along. Yeah. You know, whereas back in the day, if you bought vinyl, you know, you had kids to might know what that is. Yeah. You know, um, well, vinyl's making a massive comeback. It is, recently. yeah. It Even is. Sainsbury's, yeah. Sainsbury's are selling vinyl Sainsbury's now. Sainsbury's are selling vinyl. Yeah, Sainsbury's wow. here. They've got a whole section. <gasps> That's and they're bringing back the classics like ACDC, yeah, yeah. Back in Black is in there. Yeah. But people spent the Oasis. time then, didn't they? Yeah. They spent the time looking through the through all the covers, all the information yeah. in it. Um, and they listened to the whole album. You know, As much as Spotify is great for people to get their music out there. There's a lot of you it. You could skip it. It's yeah. a lot easier to skip Spotify on Spotify so than it is you... to pick the thing up and find the next track. Yeah. You know? So people would you say, because it. obviously your sound is very different very organic and you're trying to make it bigger now and like you said you can't really pin it down to a label mm. would you say that if people are going to create something and put something out there they need they need to put more of themselves in it and what they feel like rather than trying to copy someone else because yeah. someone might just skip it yeah because it's completely different they might do quite possibly um but you're never going to be satisfied if you're just trying to be someone else in my book. You have to do what you want to do. I think Taylor Swift is quite a big example, actually. Um, she started out proper country, you know, country pop, we should say. Yeah. Um, did a lot of stuff. But what she's doing now, now that she's older, she's got some more independence, she's got some more say in what she does, she's gone completely pop. Yeah. You know, and... She obviously wasn't 
country to start with. Or... But yeah, it probably wouldn't have been her choice. Obviously, can't speak for Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um, but probably wouldn't have been her choice to go down that route. But it was what was marketable at the time, okay. I think. Um, yeah. So now that we have the opportunity and that independent artists are coming to the fore and promoting themselves more, you don't have to be signed to get music out there. You could, Anyone can do it. Yeah. You know? I think that gives people the opportunity to just go straight in with who they are rather than what's popular. And I think it's risky because people might... The general public are conditioned to listen to certain stuff because it's what's on the radio. Yeah. And it's the the stuff that's popular and what makes makes money. Yeah. um, For the record labels. But if people can really hunt which is the good thing about Spotify is you can find all this independent stuff if yeah. people can really hunt for it and take the time like they used to with a vinyl or something yeah. to listen to the whole thing then they're the sorts of people that you want listening to you they're yeah. the sorts of fans that you want because they're the people the super fans so to speak they're going to come to your gigs yeah. and they're the people that are going to buy your albums and listen to your albums and share your albums people that are just kind of skipping through they're not yeah they're not helping the independent artists no so it's i've forgotten the question but (laughs) it's um (laughs) it's yeah it's difficult for independent artists to go i'm going to be there's the question i'm going to be myself i'm not going to try and do what's popular just to make everyone else happy yeah and i've just never been able to do it (laughs) I've, i've not been able to do it so yeah. So yeah. what would you say, what is your biggest hope for your music going forwards? What, what is your goal? What is your aim? Where can you see yourself? Global domination. Global domination. <laughs> no, I would literally, if I can make a living out of my music, that's like my base aim. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to make a living out of something that's fun. You know, something yeah. that I enjoy. Something that doesn't impact on my home life, my family life. To a massive extent, you know, yeah. we were saying earlier, I could go back to work, but my entire wages would go on my child going to nursery. So I'd yeah. be no better off financially and I wouldn't see him growing up. Yeah. There's, what's the point in that? Whereas by doing something that I enjoy, which is a little bit odd in a way, you wouldn't expect it to work that way maybe. What I enjoy happens to be something that happens in the evenings, gigs, music, and at weekends. So either I still get to spend the time with him during the day, evenings during the week, Monday to Thursday, unlikely to be hugely busy. So it it works then. I suppose in modern life, you can fit it around your time. Exactly. So what what would you say is the hardest thing? If there is... Someone like yourself that is a parent, a mum, that has still got this passion inside them to do something. What is the hardest thing about getting started and what will you tell them to do to get them started? If they've got kids, it's organising a time. It's just, it's mental. I mean, I'm running around like a lunatic at the moment. I'm literally from like seven o'clock in the morning or whenever Finian gets up, which... Sometimes it's five o'clock. Um, through till nine, nine thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, then we sit down. I've had dinner, and I sit down, and I might watch something on the telly for an hour, and then go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. It is 
constantly trying to fit things in, especially if you're a stay-at-home mum. Yeah, you still want to clean your house. Yeah. Might have slipped on the wayside, but we won't tell anyone. <laughs> um, you know, you've got... I mean, I've got dogs that need walking. I've got so much going on. And trying to fit that stuff in for yourself, you have to schedule it. Yeah. Do it and go, sort everything else. The house can stay dirty for another day. I need to do this today. Yeah. And it's it's having that discipline in a way and that... I'm not sure if self-respect is the word, but that... You have to give yourself the opportunity. You know, you've been... As a stay-at-home parent, you have been given an opportunity... Yeah. But you have to take it and you have to organise your time and go, right, as soon as that child goes to sleep, I'm going to get in the studio, I'm going to start writing, I'm going to start painting, I'm going to start taking photos. Yeah. I, I'm going to do it until he wakes up and everything else yeah. can wait. I can do that another time. It's not urgent. You have to prioritise yourself eventually. Rather than sitting on Netflix and just going, yeah. oh, sod it, I'm just going to watch, catch yeah. up on my TV. You have to do that sometimes, but not every yeah. day. You, you know, Otherwise you never yeah. get anywhere. but overall has following your passion now in your spare time and everything giving you a lot more fulfillment a lot more joy massively yeah yeah I mean it's much more fun than going to work yeah (laughs) massively a lot more fun um and yeah so it's exciting because things are finally kind of falling into place um you know I've been trying to get this band going for about a year now and yeah. it's taken a while to find the right people and actually get moving. And there's been some setbacks. And now we're we're going in the right direction. It feels like the excitement's building. Yeah. And I've got the support of like my immediate family. And it's just like Yes. Yeah. You know, and you don't I don't get that from I never got that from a job. Some people do. Yeah. No, uh, no. I never got that from any normal job <laughs> at all. It's just not me. Yeah. No. It's taken a while to realise that, but I have now. Awesome. Well, I'm going to end it there because I think we've got a lot of stuff, but it's thanks for coming along. It's all right. Thank you. And uh, seeing us today. That's it's really right. useful information. I hope everyone listening to this has got some really good bits and pieces from that. I think there's some so. very good um, keywords that you've said there. That, oh dear. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think listening back to it, I think it'd be very interesting to okay. to see... Um, there's there's certain things that are said in there that I think will resonate with a lot of people listening that are yeah. parents and have still have, have found themselves in a rut yeah. um, and want to get out of it and fill their lives more with the joy and passion. Do it. That, you have know, to. Yeah. Do it. Now's the time. Now's the time. Okay. Brilliant. Thanks Thank a lot you. for coming in. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>